Hello everybody, welcome back to the Side Quest Podcast. My name is Luke. And I'm BJ. We've got a good one today. Yeah, it was almost perfect that you got sick on Tuesday. <laughs> I, I, so, I guess backstory, I got, I, so I was sick that one week where me and BJ recorded a podcast, or like I got sick, got over that really fast, like I was pretty much fine, so I want to say it was probably something I ate, mm-hmm. uh, or, or didn't eat, I don't know. Point is, I was really weak, whatever. I was able to hold food down, so it wasn't a stomach thing, whatever. So, I called out the next day. It was was fine. Um, and then, literally three days later, I get, like, bad cold. Like, stopped up, uh, mucus, the whole nine yards. I'm just like, great. This is perfect. It's just what I need after the week, you know, two days I had. Yeah. And then, so then I was like, it was Tuesday and I'm like, look, I'm, I just would rather not, you know, get BJ sick. So we'll just, you know, do this when I'm feeling better. And thankfully I feel better today because yesterday was the best day I've had in a while when it comes to video game announcements. Same here. So it was like an E3 just for us. Honestly. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know, yesterday was Nintendo's first Direct of 2022. Um, and the first mumblings of The Wolf Among Us in about two years. Yeah, and, and it's not even coming out this year. Yeah, it'll be literally ten years after its initial release that the second one starts dropping. I actually am excited about that. I, I'm going to go through The Wolf Among Us 1 uh, in anticipation, especially because you consider it like such a great game. Yeah, I'm it's amazing, it. and the comics are even like, they're way up there on my list of comics. I'm gonna have to go through because that already like the world that it is where it's like modern day, but like all the fables and shit you you know of are like yep. real. That's so cool. I love that kind of like that's why I like Percy Jackson mm. was because it was like oh hey Greek mythology yeah it's real or like what if you know yeah. Um, granted, I think Rick Riordan has kind of written it into the ground at this point because he just won't stop writing it. True. He's getting his money though, I guess. I mean, hey, do you dog? If if other people are enjoying your stories, go for it. I will enjoy the first series, the Egypt one, and then the, the sequel series, and then I'll stop there. Yep. But um, we're going to do a real quick kind of what we've been playing and how's our week been, because th- this is going to get out. I, I want to get this one out. This one is going to come out on Friday, so I will be, I'll have enough time to edit it tonight, because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to edit. Like, I'm hard going in, because I want this out. This is a very sure. exciting episode. Yeah, so we th- this could be a good one. But uh, real quick, BJ, what have you been playing this past week? Uh, for the most part, the biggest thing that I've been playing has been Paper Mario. Um, the N64? Yes. Uh, I got it with the, uh, the Nintendo Online thing. And if you guys want to pay for that, I would highly suggest going in on it with a family plan with your friends because it's significantly cheaper even than a single membership if you get like four or more people. And, um, like now you'll get all the Mario Kart courses that way as well. So it's a, it's a great value if you go in with other people, but if you're doing it by yourself, maybe not so much. I mean, uh, even, even, even with it by yourself, like now that I know we're getting stuff for it, yeah, they, I I think it's going to start to become more. Cause I was like, I don't give a shit about the Animal Crossing DLC. Yeah. They are working to add value to it. And I guess that is a good thing. But to me right now, it doesn't feel like something I would pay 50 bucks for individually. I mean, um, considering that I pay sixty for game, well, not Game Pass, whatever Game Pass is a year, and then PlayStation, PlayStation Plus, is so like it, it's still the cheapest of the three. Yeah, true. But you know, it gives me the ability to play f- fucking sixty four. So 
Yeah, and uh, I playing Paper Mario again is really nostalgic for me. I remember playing it as a kid with my mom, um, and you know having that and Origami King on the same console was kind of sad because this game is so incredibly well fleshed out and it's a good RPG. It it's sad that like Paper Mario has pretty much just been like. <clears throat> Nintendo's just kind of, I don't know, just something with it. Yeah. Because, like, Paper Mario, and then Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door. Yeah. Thousand Year Door needs to get, like, a full remaster treatment and basically just improve the graphics a bit. Yeah. Well, honestly, you could just port it, and I'd still pay 60 bucks for it, because, again, that game is really good. For those who have not played Thousand Year Door, that is one of the best, like, RPGs I've played in yeah. my life. So, <laughs> definitely one of the top. And, yeah, Paper Mario, I, I, I dabbled in it. Like, I, I went through the prologue, kind of started to get through it. And I was like, already, I'm like, this game is ten times better than Origami King. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. So much more heart and character in every little corner of that world. But um, I've been playing that, and then I also played a bit of Banjo-Kazooie on there. And uh, I like it. It's a good um, port, I guess. That game is kind of hard to emulate most times. But they did a pretty good job here. I haven't noticed any massive issues. Um, outside of that, I did the Legends Arceus post-game stuff. And now the only thing that I need to do from a story perspective is fill up the Pokedex. And the game will, I guess, be done. Um, that, and then a lot of Retro City Rampage. Which is like a top-down NES uh, GTA with tons of references to the dark knight and mario and hell yeah there's characters from trailer park boys and back to the future in this game it's really crazy but it's awesome and fun but uh yeah pretty much just that how about you luke uh i've been going through so i have kind of not touched my switch in a while mm -hmm. but mainly just xbox gaming for so long and i still consider that my primary console but i've been getting heavily back into the switch because of uh legends Arceus. so i've been playing more of that um, I'm taking my time with it because I've been, I've been um, just running through the open world, catching Pokemon, and like doing as much as I can within short because I still work full time and so I'm doing all that. Um, but I, I was playing that and I decided, you know, I don't want to burn myself out on this game because I tend to do that with Pokemon games a lot. Yeah. So I started just playing indie games, and the Switch had a lot of them, um, and some that I, I already had. Arguably too many. <laughs> yeah. No, there's some where you're like, eh, why? But, um, get Elsa dress up pregnant Elsa for $15 on the eShop. I, I hate, I hate those, like the Elsa gate shit. Yeah. That's such an interesting wormhole to dive down in YouTube for. Like if you actually like look into it, it's like, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah. There's a lot there. But, um, yeah, no, I, uh, I have been pretty much just going through Indies. I, I replayed and I didn't beat it, but I just played through enough of uh, Shovel Knight. Again, great game. Phenomenal game. Agreed. Battle Chef Brigade, which is really good. I, I bought that one physically when it came out, and I still haven't really had a chance to play it, but it looks amazing. It, it, it's really fun because it, it is a mixture of like a side-scrolling kind of action game and a you know match four puzzle thing. And it's like, what the fuck? Why? And, you're, and I it, love those it's weird so, combos like it's that. It's so good. Like Playing through it, I was like, this is really interesting. Um, that's really good. I, I played and beat my friend Pedro again. Nice. Um, cause I fucking love that game. Uh, 
and they just just was playing random indies. Like I I, I went to GameStop, did like a trade in thing, and just bought coupons mm. to for uh or bought like the not coupons the fucking digital currency right just to go through the eShop I bought the Trine games all four of them because I'm like eh, I want I want like a you know whatever I haven't played them yet but I bought them so they are that's all, that'll be on my Switch for whatever that's a lot of content and it's good stuff so I it think was you'll have fun with that I don't know if it's still on sale but when I bought it it was literally like ten bucks they go on sale four, yeah, pretty games. frequently so. And then, uh, yeah, I just started, like, going back in the backlog of Switch games and, like, looking through my stuff. I started, like, I through through this, I started watching more Switch YouTubers. Mm-hmm. It's, like, uh, Wolf Den, uh, Beat-em-ups, uh, Arlo, like, all of the, the go-to people. Um, and just was, like, going through. And uh, BJ can see, because I showed at least one of the controllers, but I, I, I went through and I watched uh, Bob Wolf's uh, What's in My Switch Bag video mm. and I'm like oh yeah let's see and the, like his like kind of how it's all compact and like really cool I'm like I need to I need to upgrade my switch switch stuff so I, I've been doing that I'm probably gonna get new cases for the switch I bought uh, a new carrying case for the games which is great yeah um, it is a nice case but uh yeah I'll show BJ on the podcast this is what I got that's so cool it's Dude, it it's great. Like, look how well it puts these games in there. Ooh, I love that like foam rubber on the sides. That's so nice. Oh yeah, you know it's great. And I, it's this one I got holds forty eight, so I still got room uh, for more. Nice. But uh, yeah, I I've just been getting right back into the Switch, and at a great time too, apparently. Yes, sir, it is. This year seems like it's gonna maybe not twenty seventeen again for Nintendo for Switch, but I mean, it's, it's gearing up. When you when you look at all the stuff that Nintendo released for the Switch in 2017, pretty much all those franchises are here this year. Kirby's just taking the spot of Odyssey. Yeah. Yeah. And there is a Mario game. It's just Strikers, which we which haven't seen since the Wii. fucking yeah, dude. But, um... It seems like it's just like the return of the Wii right now. <laughs> I mean, fucking Wii Sports. Wii Sports, Force Unleashed... By that, I have a problem with, which we'll get to it in a, in a bit. But, um, yeah, pretty much I've just been playing my Switch. Uh, I've, I've uh, officially beat Guardians of the Galaxy again. So, f- full stop, if you have thought about, I don't know about this one because Marvel's Avengers, play this game. It's great. Highly recommend it. It's a great story. Um, I care about the Guardians more than the movie versions. Like, this is now my preferred Guardians of the Galaxy because it not only makes you care about every other character like peter you play as peter quill it's great but still the fact that drax has some like the most heart and soul in it like we get to like see his his daughter and his wife and the game goes like yeah see what it got taken away from him and you're like oh shit it's great 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 story i highly recommend it they even they humanize every character in such a good way so i cannot wait if this gets a sequel like I hope it does. I hope it does too, because I I really want to play it. It sounds incredible. The combat, the character interactions, are what I'm really looking forward to. But I'm just glad it's a good Marvel game. Yeah. But anyway, let's let's knock one news story out of the way real fast. Which I hate that this is the thing we have to knock out of the way real fast. Mm-hmm. But Kenobi got a, a a poster and a, a release date, so May 25th. Yeah, after the uh, the little Twitter leak, I don't know if that was a planned leak or if they reacted to something that wasn't supposed to be out there. But the uh, probably reaction, but the hype is there. This is the most hype of the Star Wars shows. Like anything, mm-hmm. di- anything Disney Star Wars has been. Like Mandalorian, great, cool, whatever. Soga show, hype for it. 
I still don't give a shit. Obi-Wan with Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen back, dog? Yeah. I am all in. I will be there every fucking day those release. I'm yeah, so hype. It's the biggest thing for people our age that are into Star Wars right now. Because that's the thing. is I can, I can safely say the prequels are not good movies. I still love them to death. But, like, I now get to see arguably, like, my two childhood heroes as a Star Wars fan back again. Like, dude, I, I cannot wait to see what they do with this show. And, like, just thinking of that, like, the fact that they are back in a project and, you know, Dave Filoni, John Favreau, they see people liking something and they're going to do that again. So yeah. there's possibility that we could get an Obi-Wan and Anakin series, something like that. But it's it's just great to see some of that like prequel love. We've been seeing that a lot with Ahsoka and pretty much exclusively Ahsoka. So that'll be great. And um, I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast, but I have this weird illness where whenever I'm really depressed, I find a Ewan McGregor movie and just watch it on repeat. And uh, the first time I did it, it was... Um, what's that name? Train Spotting, which is a very depressing movie. And, it's one of those uh, things where you're like, I don't know if I want to watch this while depressed. <laughs> yeah, but I always do, and it's always bad. I guess it's just main Star Wars actors in general, because the next one was Marriage Story. <laughs> and then now it's Big Fish, and he's the the main character in Big Fish. But that's a much happier movie. I was going to say, next you're going to get Black Swan in there. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't seen that, so it's, when I do... It's a weird one, because it's like... it. It's because I watched it and it, it's one of these things where you're like, okay, what the fuck's happening? Like, it, I, I highly recommend it if you're if you kind of like horror movies or like really kind of creep. It's not really horror, but kind of creepy. Because mm. it is. It's it's very much a, a like a mind fuck of like what what's going on with the character. So highly recommend it if you're into that. But at the same time, it's also kind of like unsettling sometimes. So be warned, I guess. But I liked the movie. Uh, for what it was, but yeah. Uh, also, by the way, just in case anybody's wondering if they want to date this episode, uh, the Winter Olympics are going on right now. China cheated. I mean, <laughs> China, China always doing some fuck shit. I saw a TikTok thing where someone like China, like one of the Chinese people, just kicked a fucking thing into another <laughs> ice skater, and I'm just like, that's blatant. That's fucked up. I was like, y'all ain't even hiding it. And then people were like, why isn't the Chinese government doing anything? And they're just like. Literally, like, what with the, like, fucking blind mice, like, they, what? What's going on? But, uh, I felt really strange, because we were watching it at Matt's the other day, the figure skating thing, and, uh, they were doing, like, salcos and everything, and I was like, oh, yeah, the, the hardest thing to do is a quadruple salco followed by another one of those, and the only reason I know anything about any of this Yuri is because on Yuri ice. on Ice <laughs> look like the biggest, like, ice skating savant or whatever. Realistically, you're just a savant. <laughs> I'm just a weeb. Yeah, you're just like... I just like gay ice skater anime. It's a very beautiful anime. Like, like Mappa killing it again, not seeing their family members since 2013. Yeah. But, uh, anything else? Or do you want to just go right into this direct? Let's jump into it. All right. So, the, the direct happened. I was at work. Uh, what were you doing? Were you at work as well? Or? I was at home because they cut my hours down to b basically nothing. And I was like, well, I have nothing to do Wednesday. I'm going to be sad because I had a fun time on Tuesday. And then I got the thing. I was like, oh, there's a direct tomorrow. And I was like, yes. 
Something to do. So I'm at work, and so there's moments where like customers come in. I'm sitting here going, "No, fuck off, <laughs> leave me alone." Uh, but so I I I miss some of these like reveals as they happen. But I have been literally going back and rewatching the direct, watching reactions, like everything to kind of get the hype levels back up. And boy, howdy, this is fucking great. I like that Nintendo uploads all the trailers separately. Because then you don't have to look for a like-dislike ratio. You can just check the comments for a specific trailer and see how much people like or hate it. Yeah. no, and Which I have a story about coming up. Ooh, fun. Well, the first thing they open with is Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. Uh, this this, uh, this launches June 24th, so my birth month. Yep. And uh, I am both excited but also kind of like iffy because on one hand I loved Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity kind of until it's like a fucking time travel shit and it, that's now a new timeline and I fuck this that's shit. absolutely going to happen in I this know one. and that's that's something that upsets me Another, as soon as I saw Byleth I was like okay not canon well what gets me with this and that that brings my second thing and again it's too early to say but just based on this trailer alone there was only female Byleth. That is true. And so now I'm wondering, I'm like, okay, so what about everybody, me included, who didn't pick female Byleth because her outfit's atrocious? I wonder if they will still give you the choice. Because I guess they could. Because, I mean, I don't think it's going to change anything. Yeah. I think they're just going to keep Byleth as a pretty silent protagonist. Like, grunts and war cries and shit, whatever. But I just don't... Maybe it's just me, but I'm, I'm like... Please don't make this into a Fire Emblem, uh, the other Fire Emblem Warriors game, because in that game, the story mode, Robin is a guy. Mm -hmm. There's no female Robin in the story mode. You can play as her later and do some extra shit, but she's not part of the story. And then Corrin is a female in, in the story for that. So I wonder if this is going to be one of those things where they just picked one and stuck with it. And then it's like, oh, you can switch it out after you beat the game. Yeah. And I'll be, and I'm like, I mean, cool. I, honestly, at that point, I'd just rather you just tell me that's not an option. Yeah, it it's a weird <clears throat> thing. I think I think they would have learned from that making a Warriors game because they they generally evolve with every iteration after they touch something. So what what gives me pause too is that the the cover art has female Byleth and there's no male Byleth inside on the cover either. So again, I it's one of those things where like I'm still gonna fucking play this game because it's Three Houses Warriors. Which is fucking sick. But I'm starting to... This is becoming a trend. Ubisoft does this especially. Where they give you the option of characters and then tell you that, no, by the way, this one's wrong. Like, yeah. in Assassin's Creed, like, in the Valhalla, like, side story with Odyssey's connection, you cannot play that with Alexios. Because he's not the canon protagonist from Odyssey. It's Cassandra. So when you meet Cassandra, if you didn't play as Cassandra, you're like, I don't know who the fuck this is. Mm-hmm. But it's them, woman. it's them saying, no, 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 this is the canon one. Even though we gave you a choice, there is a canon choice. And I don't... There was an ad on my phone. Nice. Um, and I, I don't like that. I don't like those... If you're going to give me a choice, you cannot take that choice away. Yeah, it... Especially because in a lot of... I feel like it happens most with JRPGs and their spinoffs. Yeah. Because it's like, in the game, nothing really changes. It's built around whatever your choice is. And then the spinoff comes out, and it's like, all right, 
You must have picked this one or else you're getting fucked. Well, like, KOTOR's the same thing. It's like, in, in at least what was canon, Revan was a, was a guy. Mm-hmm. Despite you being able to pick female Revan, and a lot of people arguably picked female Revan, they were like, no, Revan's a dude. Yeah. That's canon. And, and like, yeah, sure, I picked male Revan, so I got more out of it. But even then, I'm like, yeah, but that sucks. Because what if I had picked female Revan? Now I'm out. I can't go and read the novel and be as immersed as I was. Because now it's like, oh, yeah, your choice didn't fucking matter. So I don't like that. Other than that, though, more Warriors spinoffs. I'm cool with this. I yeah, like they... Age of Calamity, and this is really cool for Three Houses. After seeing what they did with uh, Persona 5 Strikers. Yeah. Like, give me a Warriors game for everything. <laughs> give me a Mario Warriors game. I've been wanting that for a long time. Mushroom Kingdom Warriors. I think it'd be kind of sick, not gonna lie. Yeah, it would be amazing. But, uh, yeah, so so that that's coming in June. Obviously, we'll, we'll say more on it when, it when more information comes out, but... Uh, I'm cool with this. It's like a kind of a tight over till we get a new Fire Emblem game. Because I think we're going to get a new one. I think you are correct in that it's going to be Genealogy of the Holy War remake mm-hmm. as an Echoes title. But uh, I, for one, and I know this is going to sound really stupid considering that it came out recently, or more recently, but 2023 would be 10 years for, since Awakening. Wow, so I'd, yeah, you're yeah, right. I'd say just say fuck it and do... I'd just say don't do a new Fire Emblem game for a while. Just have a couple teams make remakes of Awakening. You can forget Fates. Uh, and then the Ike duology. And yeah. then Genealogy of the Holy War. I mean, there's so many Fire Emblem games that we just can't play over here. Like anything before the, the GBA one. I mean, we finally got Shadow Dragon yeah. uh, and the Blade of Light because they were like, here you go. Which wasn't that the GBA's remake? Uh, yes, I believe it was. But I, I would be fine with a full remake of that one because people would just love to see Marth in 3D and in a main series game. I do, I, I do like that we got that port, though, because I think it's it's important as like a little bit of history. So I'm glad with that. But yeah, uh, Farm Warriors, I'm in. Hell yeah. Up next, Advance Wars 1 and 2, just them kind of saying, don't worry, it's coming. Yeah, um, we've known about this one for a little bit. It was nice to see that they were like, all right, we voice acted all the characters. That's really cool. I wonder if that was one of the reasons why I got pushed back. Probably. Because I could see that being like, hey, we're not... Or like, because obviously they probably had that idea at the start. And they're like, hey, we, we need some more time either with game mechanics or just saying, hey, we want to make sure we get enough voices, get enough in there. Because yeah, these are going to be big. A lot of people love Advance Wars. And so I think this will be huge for that. And this will be the first time I've really played them. Yeah, I, I think that's going to be the case for a lot of people with Fire Emblem rocketing into popularity and, you know, bringing in the whole uh, turn-based strategy thing. I think a lot of people are going to get into Advance Wars and you're going to see a lot of demand for it now. Um, but I also, one of the biggest things that I saw that I'm really excited about is they have a fast-forward mode, which is in all the Final Fantasy, like, ports to Switch and everything, and it, it helps a lot with those older games. So, that's great. Um, up next, No Man's Sky, which I thought for sure was going to be a cloud version, and it wasn't. It's natively going to run on the Switch, and I'm like, okay. If what they showed was running natively on Switch, then this looks like an incredible port. I mean, in, in <laughs> if this runs natively on the Switch and runs well, fuck you, Square Enix. Put Kingdom Hearts on there natively. Fuck this cloud bullshit. Yep, we're getting there. I, I, I remember I sent you a text that said, well, now I'm depressed <laughs> during yeah. the, the thing. 
but it looks awesome and I've been wanting to play it for a while so this is my good jumping in point up next is the biggest oh shit moment of the direct so far Mario Strikers Battle League yeah I dude I got hype so out of left field well okay so Mario Tennis Aces is mm. generic and boring it is but it's Ma- better than Mar- the Wii U one at least Mario Golf Whatever the fuck this one was. Mario Golf was... generic and boring. Mario Golf was way worse than tennis. But uh, we got another game coming out that makes Mario Golf insignificant and trash now. So Yeah. Well, and then here's my thing, right? Mario Strikers comes in, and at first, when I see the, the, the trailer, I'm like, uh, it just looks like, you know, that, that's, that sports style. Because I'm like, yay, Strikers. But then they showed the cell shading comic book shit, mm-hmm. and I got hype again. Because, look... Please, Nintendo, do some cool shit with Mario. Do crazy... Like, that's why Strikers is so cool, because the art style is so fucking weird. Yeah. It's hype. It stands out above every other Mario game when you look at them in a lineup. And this game just looks like it's going to be fucking bananas. Yeah. I'm all for this. This game looks like it'll be so much fun. I could see us putting this in the rotation if we go to Matt's house, playing that. I can see that. It's, uh, Strikers already, like on the Wii, was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Strikers Charge was one of my favorite Wii games. And to have it on the Switch now, great. So this this is a great reveal. And I think it, going by all the reactions I've seen, everybody's thinking the same thing too. I want to show you the kind of funny reactions to that that one in particular. Because uh, Tim Gettys of that of kind of funny like guessed it. He's like, no, they're going to bring Strikers. I'm going to call it now. And everybody's like saying, you're an idiot, whatever. Uh, strike, And then boom. He freaks out the most. <laughs> I've been seeing a lot of that sort of stuff on Twitter where it's like, if they announce Mario Strikers, I'll eat my shoe or something like that. But uh, yeah, it's a it's great and it's refreshing. And I never thought they'd bring the series back and it gives me hope for other series. Oh, yeah. Up next, Platoon 3 in the weirdest trailer I've fucking seen. Yeah, but the nice thing about that is I was worried that they wouldn't bring Salmon Run back. They're bringing it back with a force. Yeah. Uh, you can pass off the eggs now, th- toss them into the net, and that was my favorite mode in Splatoon 2, so I'm I, very I happy. am very upset that Samurai Run isn't something you can just kind of keep doing. Or was it? No, you can't well, keep doing it, right? Or is it the... It's specific times in okay. 2, but I think they might do away with that in 3. I hope so, because that was, that was the... the biggest complaint. Because so. I, I didn't really get to experience Salmon Run as much uh, just because of that. So yeah, I'm I'm all I'm down for this. More Splatoon is good. I like that Nintendo has an IP, their multiplayer IP, mm-hmm. um, that that's working for them. Because yeah. Splatoon two, I think, was was definitely because Splatoon one good for the Wii or Wii U, and people liked it. But then Splatoon two was what kind of skyrocketed that series. Yeah. And now we're getting a third one, which realistically feels like the second one because I didn't play one. Yeah, I mean it's two kind of took that into account with like okay. Here's the story mode. Nobody had a Wii U. Here's the story mode with, we kind of explain everything, and then you had the... uh, The Octo expansion was great. It was. It was a great expansion. I really liked the Octo expansion. And now that they've done that, it gets me really excited for what they do in the story mode for 3, because if it's all like that, then I'm super down. During the trailer, I legit almost like out loud said, Splatoon Battle Royale? Because of how they flew in in the helicopters and then jumped out. I was like, no fucking way. And I'm like, okay, good. It's just Salmon Run. But I was like, are you serious? I mean, that would be interesting to see, but I feel like the whole 
objective is to cover the field with paint, and that would get way too hectic. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine, like, a giant Warzone-style map you have to cover in paint? <laughs> that That's too much. Yeah. Up next, we got remakes for Front Mission uh, 1 and 2. These are tactical RPGs, but mechs, which is already makes them cool. Yeah. Um, I have never played them. I know I've heard about them because they're, like, old, you know, Square RPGs. Uh, interested. Uh, I, I think I'll need to see more. Uh, rip that one NPC they showed. His name's Karen. Yeah. So rest in peace to rest in peace to that name. By the way, you For now real. cannot name any woman Karen anymore. Yeah, which sucks because she's one of the best characters in Daredevil. <laughs> True, but, but uh, uh, this this does look really good. Uh, basically, a surefire way to get me to buy a Switch game is to remaster two old games and throw them in a package, and well, then I'll buy it day one. I don't know if this will be a package deal because they did say that the first one's coming this year, and then later we're getting two. But even still, good games. Uh, at least I've heard good things. So this is a good reveal. I liked it. It was good. Uh, Disney Speedstorm. Exists. I have a lot to say about this. Um, I was hype until I heard the words free to play. And then I was like, mm, I'm still kind of hype, but you lost a lot of the hype levels. Yeah, it it's really going to depend on how they do that model. But um, All you have to do is put Sora in the game and rebrand it as to Kingdom Carts and you're good. I think because they there was a thing with uh, Disney Infinity where they were like right on the cusp of putting Sora in the game. They had like a figure modeled and everything, and then they shut down the whole studio. <laughs> but the deal was like there and ready to go through. So it's definitely possible these days. Disney's getting back into the gaming space. But um, I played Mickey's Speedway a lot on the N64, and that was a fantastic game. Uh, at least when I was a kid. I haven't played yeah. it in a couple of years. But um, this looks like it has the production value of like a new Mario Kart. And that really has me excited. because it's from, it's, Didn't they say it's from the Asphalt devs, I think? Uh, I don't know. I didn't see that part. But um, they have a lot of characters coming out. Disney, Pixar. Look, I'm just cool because Jack, Jack Sparrow was in a racing suit. Yeah. Which is cool. <laughs> and uh, they saw- went with like the edgy Mickey look, <clears throat> which I like. Um, I was watching a Tom Fox uh, reaction, and someone on his like chat or who was he was talking to in Discord was like, "Wait, but that means canonically he, the Jack Sparrow's driving drunk." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, that's not good. He's just throwing empty bottles at other characters' heads. Oh, that'd be the greatest like thing. It, they they definitely couldn't do it just because of age rating and yeah. But oh, that'd be that'd be great. What you really have to look out for is Mulan. Because it's an Asian woman in a car. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I want I wonder if the Mulan creators who wanted to talk about, you know, empowering women were like, Yeah, we're gonna throw in a cart racer. <laughs> I'm sure there's a lot of that. Well yeah, no. But doubt. will they add Tarzan? <clears throat> I hope so. Me well too. I don't know if they have they don't have the rights for that anymore, right? I don't think so, but they could license it again, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> for their fucking cart game. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Just make it a one-time pack in the shop. Yeah, like a limited-time thing. Yeah. yeah. All right, up next, Star Wars The Force Unleashed. Uh, apparently the Wii version, which is why the game looks really weird. Um, I was hype until that, because the, I never played the Wii version. And I'm, I'm, I'm all hype for you know some of the new boss fights, because they're fights I haven't had. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the, the multiplayer mode. But god dang it, dude! You couldn't have like 
Like, come on, man. Here's why I'm massively excited about it. All I've right. only ever played that game on the PSP. <laughs> so So any version's better than that. Anything anything is up from here, baby. Let's go. Yeah. No, I I mean, granted, I'm not gonna be too upset. I have both of them for three sixty, so if I really ever want to go back and play those in that version, I'll just play the three sixty versions. Yeah. But uh I, I hope w- they do two now. That's yeah, the biggest thing. I will I hope they do it. Did two come out on the Wii as well? Uh, I don't think it did. I think that one was only PS3 and Xbox. That that's gonna be a very big graphical jump. Yeah, for real. For Switch owners going from that to fucking two, because yeah. they go from like Wii graphics to like we have full CGI cutscenes and like oh shit. Some of those cutscenes still look great oh, today, dude. I fucking Force Unleashed two is definitely not as good as the first one, but like I still love it to this day. That that final Vader fight. It's still so good. Your feelings for her are not real. <laughs> They're real. To, to, what is that? That meme of the dude, that black dude in the bus. He goes, it's like, she's beautiful to me. <laughs> <laughs> she is very beautiful to yes. me. That, every time I see that Star Wars, thing, that's what I think of immediately. Uh, that, I love that because he's like sitting on the bus and just gets up and shakes his fist. <laughs> she is very beautiful to me. <laughs> It's the, oh, like that radiates that same energy of like, hey, what you gonna do? I want, I want three bitches brought to the, brought to the crib. Three fat bitches. What did he say? <laughs> anyway, uh, Force Unleashed. Cool. Um, I'm, I might play it just because I haven't played the Wii version, so this will be a good way of me experiencing that. Uh, one thing that I'm definitely not buying is the Ezio collection because I'm at this point so sick of fucking Assassin's Creed. Yeah, you I'm so burnt out. You've on this been fucking burning series. out on that for a bit. But I have not played an Ezio game, or really an Assassin's Creed game, since uh, Revelations. So I'll be very excited to get into this one. These are, I, I would think, these are definitely the best Assassin's Creed. Like, for me, Black Flag's number one, but like, you could tell me, like, Revelations is the best, or Brotherhood, or two, and I would not argue. Yeah. So these are great games. So if you have not played these, highly recommend them. Um,. You're not going to understand the modern day story because you have to play one to get that. But yeah. Ubisoft doesn't care about it anymore, so you shouldn't. <clears throat> but, I, um, I just want them to keep... This is a very specific request, but I want them to keep the Metal Gear Solid 4 Raiden costume in I th- Revelations. It's, I think it's in... Oh, uh, no, that one's Brotherhood. And it's... Uh, I want to say it's still in there. I didn't unlock it, so... But you have to beat all of the, the Animus like training missions, I think, and you get it. Just let me have it. It's fine. Maybe this. Maybe, maybe we'll get a because it's Italian. Maybe we'll get a Mario. <laughs> I mean, there is that reference. His his fucking uncle's name is Mario. Yeah. So true. now now it works. Give me an Uncle Mario costume. Uh, up next, we've got Matt's favorite game, uh, SD Gundam Battle Alliance. So I wonder, Matt, we'll we'll ask his opinion on that when we meet him again. Yeah, it did look good. So little action RPG, very chibi esque though. So that's I think probably going to be the one. That's true, but one it, factor for some people. It's it's just nice to see that a Gundam game is finally getting released in America on Switch. <laughs> they probably realize of how much money these fucking Americans are spending on those kits. They're like, oh, maybe we should. Yeah, and they, I'm like Amazon has them listed for our territory to import. Like if you search, uh like mech game switch on Amazon because I was looking for Damon X Machina for mm. Matt and the top like five results are all import Gundam games that you can get shipped locally from Amazon well because they're um, all the ones that Amazon sells are like the ones from like Thailand or, or one of the like neighboring countries that have English 
but is not localized to us. Yeah, I, I can't remember which country that is, but there is one that actually does do like English stuff. Someone, or... it, someone brought into when I was learning GameStop, it was like Gundam versus Breaker or whatever the fuck it was. Ooh, yeah, and, and we couldn't take it because it it had the not you know ERSB. It's not ESRB rated. Um, so I was like, I can't take it, dog. He's like, Why? It's a video game, and I'm like, Yeah, but it's not American. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so it, it's one of those where like, yeah, that's probably where it is. Um, I'm gonna. I got some Amazon gift cards recently, so I might might use those because I might want to buy the Dragon Quest one through three mm. collection and like the Final Fantasy stuff. Yeah, they. I really want that pack that has seven and eight in it because that case looks really nice. The case looks cool, and then nine gets its own fucking case. Yeah, and I'm just like, good for them. My one thing that I'm looking for for Switch right now that I don't think I'll be able to find for a while is the Dragon Quest Slime controller. They made one for like every console since the PS One. So I actually have a question for you about about uh your switch collecting mm-hmm. are you gonna buy like japanese games yes because dragon quest 10 offline is in ja- is japan only interesting and so you can get it on amazon for like 60 bucks but it's it's japanese only and it's and it's it's an offline version of the mmo 10 i like that um so i wonder if we're ever gonna get that <laughs> well that that's kind of been my biggest thing with the and switch when are they gonna the do beginning? that for final fantasy 14 true but um <coughs> excuse me but um since the switch was coming out there was one game that they announced that never got released here and it was Dragon Quest Warriors 1 and 2 and it's still in GameStop system with a release date TBA to this day and uh that is what originally got me interested in importing stuff yeah. Um, and since then, I've been so plugged into the Switch scene, seeing all the like special editions, like the Bayonetta 2 Collector's Edition that they got in Japan for Switch is insane. And um, I'm definitely kind of starting to get in there because like Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition's US Deluxe Edition was kind of shit. Yeah. But like Japan was cool. Fucking the U- I think it was the UK got a steelbook and a vinyl. Yeah, and I'm is, like, oh, I'm definitely getting that one. Yeah, um, I think there's one. I forget. It might have been Japan's had like a fucking Shulk figurine or whatever. And I'm like, oh, God, they dude. got the coolest shit. Yeah, and then we just get an art book and a fucking soundtrack sampler. Yeah, that's whack. And but yeah, my biggest thing is I'm waiting for the generation to finish because I want to buy everything that I can here first. Because there's there's so many little like we were just talking about my friend Pedro. It's gone up to like 70 bucks physically, and I got it for like 30 when it came out. So I'm I'd... so fucking pissed I didn't buy it, too. That entered the Gungeon. Those are both expensive to buy physically. I got that one as well. Yeah. I think I... I don't know if 2 is out yet or if I got it or what, but anyway, what I'm saying is I have to focus on buying things that come out here first, and then once I complete my... I feel complete in my U.S. collecting, then I'll start going to the overseas stuff. I realized that I forgot to buy the KOTOR limited run, so... Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's another thing. I, I need to tell him I need to have switch questions. I just asked BJ. <laughs> and, yeah. And he's I, he's been pretty good about like messaging me like, hey, you might like this collector's edition or hey, the limited run's doing this, you might enjoy this. Shit like that. So I know I will at least get stuff and knowing BJ, he's gonna force me to buy Xenoblade three deluxe <laughs> again like he did with two. You're really gonna like this with Mo. <laughs> well that's the thing, is I think I will just based on the fact that the main character doesn't seem like a dumbass. Yeah. So already, I th- I'm hype, just on that alone. Plus, out of the four, now I guess Xenoblade things, mm-hmm. I only have to sit through two with him, and then the rest of them are all great. 
True. So one out of four ain't bad. <laughs> <clears throat> but um, yeah, so uh yeah, we were talking about the Gundam stuff. Um, I think it looks cool. I I will probably wait for a sale for this one, me personally. It um, it'll definitely go on sale pretty quick. It's a Bandai Namco game, and like yeah. a month after release, they drop them to like twenty thirty percent off. We'll so. definitely see what the what the uh, the gameplay really is like. Do a deep dive on that and go from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chrono Cross Remastered is coming. I have so much to say. All right, go ahead. First of all, you cowards! <clears throat> you don't want to remake the best game ever made. You did it with Alive Alive, and that looks amazing. Do that with Chrono Trigger. Second of all, um, they're doing Chrono Cross and, and, and the uh, text adventure that was released on the Sega tissue box or some <laughs> bullshit. But it just like seeing that, I was like, damn, they really trying to do everything but Chrono Trigger. But uh, it looks really good. It's in the same style as like, um, I guess, like the 10 remaster, like Final Fantasy 10 remaster. Yeah. Where it's not trampling on the art style or direction at all, but it still looks better. Got those FMVs going. Yeah. So I'm I'm absolutely going to buy it, but uh, I just need someone at Square Enix to let me know what the fuck's going on over there. I feel like, and I'll get into more of this when we get to Alive Alive, um, the Chrono Trigger is absolutely their panic button. Yeah, like if, like if, 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 if they if, turn into Activision... <laughs> And they're like, all right, release Chrono Trigger. Yeah, like, it's it's going to be that thing where it's like, ah, oh, shit. Uh, fuck. Uh, how's that Chrono Trigger remaster coming? Oh, it's been ready for, like, months. Now. Fucking get it out there. Yeah. Drop it today. Like, they're, they will absolutely. <clears throat> it's going to be that, like, fuck, we, we need something. Because, like, we, we got a lot of really good, like, ports and, and things when Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy Remake were, like, fucking waiting. Yeah. Um, so I think I think it's now that Square is back on top of things and kind of doing good, I don't think we're going to see uh, Trigger. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> um, one thing that I forgot to bring up is that they released Age of Calamity as a holdover for uh, Breath, Breath of the, the Wild. Wild 2. I wonder what they're holding over for with Fire Emblem Warriors. I It's got to be. I don't think they're going to do a, a new Fire Emblem. I think Three Houses was their big thing. I think now they're going to remake. I think so too, but like... <clears throat> I, th- I, wonder, I still feel like it's a holdover while they finish whatever they're working on. I wonder if it's going to be, because I, if I was them, I would do the Path of Radiant and Radiant Dawn duology as one game. Yeah, I mean, that that's the one that people really want to play. It's still very expensive that's to try to find. That's of all the ones in the past. Like, obviously, there's fan translations of Tharsa 7, I think 227 or whatever that one is called, mm-hmm. and Genealogy, but... Most people in the West know the uh, the Ike games. So yeah. I think that would be the perfect time to bring them over. A lot of people just know Ike, Roy, and Marth, and they want to see yeah. you put them in a game, and there you go. But yeah, Chrono Cross, I'll probably buy. Um, I, I buy pretty much every square thing yeah. they put out. So yeah, I'll probably buy that one. I'm just looking forward to Chocobo Kart now, baby. Yeah. See, that... That's the fucking Mario Kart uh, successor right there. I want to play that with you because they have a black mage as a racer. So, uh, you know that's got to be your boy. Oh, of course. Um, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. This game looks so cute, dude. My dude, see, you said cute. I was immediately going to go to Kirby is the throat goat. (laughs) (laughs) 
that was my joke the whole fucking time of watching that. As I'm like, God dang. I think it's what I sent you was Kirby got that guac guac <laughs> super soaker spin style. Um, I, it is uncomfortable how he stretches over that car. Yeah. I'm completely, the fact that he doesn't all, go all the way around, I'm just like, just, just so close. I the, the thing that makes me most uncomfortable about that is seeing his feet wobble in the back when he drives. <laughs> But uh, my favorite part was seeing him, like, suck all that water in, and then he just got mad thick. <laughs> Love that. I, I like that we're... I, I saw that, and my brain just went, all right, so Super Mario Sunshine's obsolete. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they definitely used some of the, like, Splatoon mechanics there. Yeah, well, it, this game, like, all jokes aside, I'm fucking hype for this game. It looks really cool. This is the first in the next chapter for Kirby, and I'm really excited for I it. I hope this game does exceptionally well because if we get because that's my thing is Kirby Star Allies was fine it was okay but it didn't have the heart as most Kirby games do and, and it felt like just like we, a tail end we haven't had like in my opinion a really good Kirby game that's been like the next Kirby because like the, even the 3DS ones were like eh. yeah the the 3DS ones were kind of mad but like the DS ones yeah the the um Squeak Squad, Squeak Squad was the phenomenal. remake of uh, the SNES one, those were great, and uh, I feel like they haven't really done that great since then. Obviously, we got Kirby's Epic Yarn on the Wii. True. Or, yeah, yeah yes, Epic Yarn Wii, and then later on, they ported it to 3DS for some reason. I mean, whatever. Um, we just wanted to see if we could. <laughs> I Sometimes I think that's how Nintendo functions. Yeah. Is, I don't know, figured we might as well. Yeah. Um, that game looks great though. I, I like the level ups. The dragon Kirby thing looks sick as hell. Yeah, I like that there is like a progression with the power ups. That's really nice. But uh, yeah, up next it'll be the show. Very shocking to see. I'm excited for it just because of how they said it's cross progression as mm -hmm. well as cross play. So I can quite literally play that shit on Game Pass, buy it on my Switch, and just fucking continue my shit when I'm out. Yeah. That to me is going to be hype. I hate to be that guy, but the Vita did it first. Oh, no, yeah. Like, no. You have every right to be that guy, because like, I have had such a... Like, I want to get a Vita again, because I've had such... Like, playing the OLED, I was like, oh, yeah. And then in my head, I went, well, the Vita had an OLED screen first. Yeah, and uh, one thing about the Vita is... Well, I mean, I, you might not care about this, but Catherine. Um, they made a Catherine full-body port for the uh, the Vita, and it never came out here, but you can download it from the the eShop or other unscrupulous methods through your uh, homebrewed PS Vita, like I have. Yeah. And uh, there's a fan-made English patch that takes the dialogue from the English PS4 version and just puts and just it in the PS4. Puts Vita it in one. there, and it's nice. it runs really well. I I wanna I'm, at some point I'm gonna get a PS Vita and I'm gonna have you I'm gonna, like homebrew it or like we're gonna go through it and I put Crisis Core and Birth by Sleep online baby fuck yeah dude it looks so good on that screen I I that is what stopped me like I played Crisis Core on my PSP and I'm like it's great but I'm literally sitting here playing like fuck you could have put this on the Vita I get it because the, the fucking licensing with Gacked yeah but fuck him I don't care about him. But I can do it for you in like two hours. Unless they bring that guy back for remake, then I care. It, I would just love to see him as like a summon battle, like a VR fight. Yeah, like like a Weiss kind of was. Mm -hmm. uh, all right, cool. Next, speaking of Square, uh, Kingdom Hearts Cloud. Fuck. And not the good kind of Cloud. I I'm gonna I laugh because it's when it said Cloud Edition. I'm literally sitting here going, 
Maybe I'm wrong, but like, oh, could they you must be putting Cloud on the box. Like, could you imagine if it's literally Kingdom Hearts but from Cloud's perspective? That'd be crazy. That'd be the that would I see. I'd buy the, that on the Switch. See what happens after his fight with Sephiroth in two. He goes back to the Honeybee Inn and he gets really rich <laughs> off of uh, down bad Twitter users. Yeah, I've been reading a lot of Final <laughs> Fantasy VII hentai. Fucking course you have. Yeah. A lot of them have to deal with prostitution, which I guess makes sense. It makes sense from what you have to fucking do in the... Don Corneo alone, like, that whole section is probably, like, it just fanfic heaven for some people. Yeah, I read this one where it's like, uh, they all work at the Honeybee. Of course they Cloud's do. gotten, like, a gender reassignment surgery, and he's by far the most popular. Yeah. So. That's how that usually goes. Yeah, welcome to the internet. <laughs> welcome to the internet. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Kingdom Hearts on the cloud. Th- look, Kingdom Hearts on the cloud for today. I'm gonna I'm gonna say something, and we said it with No Man's Sky. But if you can fucking make The Witcher three work on the Switch, Kingdom Hearts three absolutely will work. And even if it doesn't, Kingdom Hearts one, two, all the shitty DS ones, the Game Boy one. There are Kingdom Hearts games that you can put on there natively, and they yep. will not take up any space. You can buy the smallest cartridge and run that shit. But you are unwilling to do so because you love money and you hate us. Yeah, no, yeah, that's, that's it. I'm fucking furious. Like, I, I look, I was happy for you that Kingdom Hearts might have been on the Switch. And then when they announced them as cloud versions, I was like, Fuck. Yeah, it feels like they're kicking me specifically in the balls. But um, <laughs> you have been campaigning for that shit yeah. since the Switch launched. When uh, when Final Fantasy 15 came out, I I was all over that because they were working very hard on a port for like three years for Switch, and then they were like, oh well, it doesn't really work. Um, just like up-res Pocket Edition and put it on there, and Pocket Edition is fine. Um, and I understand why they couldn't get 15 on there, but you could do so much to Kingdom Hearts 3 to cut that down and segment it. Just add well, progression also, doors and shit. You literally made it on on the engine that is the most easy to use engine ever. And, and you can't figure that shit out. Like you could eat, I guarantee you could downgrade it. Absolutely. Unreal, and just make it look like Kingdom Hearts 2. And the somehow. thing with the thing with Kingdom Hearts 3 is a lot of it has to do with like <clears throat> textures and all that mm-hmm. you just like down res the textures a little bit and i think it would run fine i in guarantee a lot of places. you most kingdom hearts fans do not give a shit about textures and all that shit does it does the game Absolutely run smoothly not cool i've been playing this sh- one of my most replayed games in the series is 358 where roxas's face is three <laughs> pixels yeah for real where his fucking keyblade looks like it's two paper mache fucking sides on a stick exactly and that's that's one thing that I'd like to point out here they were willing to make a full-fledged Kingdom Hearts game on the DS when the PS2 was in prevalence and they're not willing to try here yeah I mean hey you got your rhythm game on the switch whoop de doo <laughs> Get to play fucking let it go 15 times in a row to get the required score. Uh, fuck, I hate I hate Square sometimes, dude. Yeah. It's, this is like, we, we're always sitting there going, well, Square's back, Square's back, and they do shit like this. It's, it's baffling, because <laughs> it's like, alright, triangle strategy looks like the best, like, turn-based. Like, we're getting a spiritual successor to Tactics Ogre and Final Fantasy Tactics that's, like, mm-hmm. amazing. Octopath Traveler, live-a-live, live, whatever the fuck that game is called. Yeah. And you can't do this with one of your biggest franchises? Mm-hmm. 
like Kingdom Hearts makes ass tons. Granted, probably not as much as Final Fantasy, but still, like those are your two pillars. Yeah, are arguably is Kingdom Hearts, Final Fantasy, Dragon Quest, and Dragon Quest Eleven. You took from PS4 and threw that shit on the Switch, gave it a fucking 2D mode, an orchestral soundtrack, so much content. You fucking Final Fantasy keeps like all you you ported so many of them to the Switch. Mm-hmm. You are you keep putting quality in that area again. And Kingdom Hearts, you go, eh, fucking throw it over there. And it's absolutely not a Disney problem because Disney's making a kart racer for Switch. They just remade Disney Magical World 2, which is their version of Animal Crossing from the 3DS and up it and did all this stuff to it. And it runs natively on Switch. So it's not Disney doing this. It's you, Tetsuya Nomura. I don't even think it's Tetsuya Nomura. Granted, he definitely came up with the fucking name. Integrum, yeah. cl- whatever the fuck. Yeah. I'm like, great. But I, I wonder if this was Square just being like, ah, just fucking, we're busy. I feel like... I feel like Tetsuya Nomura just doesn't do anything with Kingdom Hearts anymore, and they just make all these dickheads make all these decisions. And then whenever they need a title, they just walk into his office and they say, Hey, Tetsuya, say some words for us into this microphone. And they're like, All right, sick. That's it. Well, because, like, it's getting to the point where, like, he's arguably the most, like, the busiest person of that fucking company because he's doing character designs for every fucking game they own. He was doing character designs for Nintendo, he was doing Xenoblade stuff. Yeah. So, like, that man is fucking busy. I wouldn't be surprised if he's working on whatever the fuck his next game is. And if they if they went to him and said, "What about Kingdom Hearts on the Switch?" and he finally was just like, "I don't fucking care. I'm I'm so overworked. Get the fuck out of my office." And someone at Square just went, "We got cloud technology, right?" and just w- did it. So like again, it sucks, but like if there's a legit reason for it, I can accept the reason because like when you really sit down and think about it, I guarantee fucking to you that it's not necessarily Nomura's decision to put him on cloud. But that that is like Nintendo Live has done a, a big like looking into this sort of thing, and um, they've talked to execs at Square Enix that are like, yeah, we just kind of put them on cloud. If people want them natively, we might do it. Yeah, fuck off. And you it, know people want them natively. Exactly. Nobody likes the cloud versions, and that's like, what I wanted to bring up well, earlier. Just think, well, no, like cloud versions work for certain games like Guardians, Hitman Three, games that will games not that cannot fucking run. run no matter what you do to them. And then you That's give perfect. you give someone who like okay hey you might have a pretty good internet connection you can run and play Hitman, great. Kingdom Hearts is not a game that is inconceivably unable to run on Switch. It absolutely can. Witcher fucking three. I'm gonna keep hammering that shit into the ground. That game, both the Doom games, fucking yeah. No Man's Sky, looks like it's gonna run natively pretty well. Outer Worlds, Outer Worlds, Outer Worlds runs, runs pretty good on there. Like you have no fucking excuse. We're, we're wasting so much fucking time on this, but god dang it's, it, this is so it's passion. It yeah. comes from the heart, and we need to say it because I feel like nobody, well, everybody is. I looked at the <laughs> Nintendo thing, their YouTube channel, and uh, I saw that they had just mass uploaded all these trailers, and I was like, let's see what the comments are at the Kingdom Hearts one, because they removed the goddamn like button. I fuck YouTube for that, by the way. And uh, I checked it, and I was scrolling through comments for a good minute. There was like 400 comments. I never saw one that said, we don't want a cloud version. I will not buy this. So, hope you're ready to not make any money on this bullshit. I mean, they're gonna. Some people have already bought it. I went to the Kingdom Hearts Reddit and people are going, wow, this sucks. Or some people saying, man, maybe I just got lucky because mine's running fine. Fucking and, Redditors. And I'm just like, fuck. I watched Scream 5, and the plot of Scream 5 is that Redditors wanted to make Scream real life. And no, it's gonna be that Unfriended movie, but with Reddit. Yeah. 
But, anyway, uh, fuck, I'm I'm depressed. Let's move past it to a, a great thing that you got hyped for, Klonoa. This, this is so cool. Klonoa is back one and two. I have never played these games. I have never. I think I might have heard them in passing before. But I was like, okay, cool platform. And then I get a text from BJ, Klonoa. Yeah. I was like, okay, so these are important. I think you would really enjoy them. They're very like, it's almost like a Kirby-esque aesthetic, but with like some dark story themes, like darker than Kirby gets. Ooh, good. Um, but because it looked cute as shit. Yeah, they're. The imagery in these games is amazing. The platforming is really fun. And um, this is one of those things that I saw on Twitter that was like, if Klonoa comes back tomorrow, I'll eat like five peppers or something like that. I'd be and that then, asshole on Twitter being like, all right, pay up. Yeah, Bandai Namco like commented on their <laughs> thing with an eyes emoji, and they were like, Bandai, please. <laughs> it's like, Bandai, wait, no, I have, gas- I have gastro problems. <laughs> This looks cool. I'm definitely getting this. Uh, I need. I like platformers, so this will be a good one to it's have. It's very refreshing. To see I mean, I really, back. I really enjoyed Super Lucky's Tale when that came out. So like more platformers with like cute mascots, great. I'm all in. And this next thing, fuck yeah, Portal. I have been like fuck yeah. campaigning for this since the Switch was announced. Portal. So this will actually be the way that I play Portal One because I've not played the first Portal. I've played two, a shit ton. Whether it be through the campaign or with friends, doesn't matter. And I'm going to be real with you. I'm glad that I can type in Portal in the Switch eShop and not see Bridge Constructor Portal as the top result anymore. Yeah. We're going to get actual Portal on the fucking Switch. And this is going to be the best one to play online, like with people. Because Portal 2 is such a fun co-op game. Absolutely. And if they can figure out the single Joy-Con play... Playing Portal 2 with Atlas and Peabody is going to be so fun. I'm I'm so into that. Like I definitely want to play that with somebody. Whether it be you, Matt, I don't give a fuck. That's going to be a good one to play. And this this really brings a lot of questions to my mind too. Like if they're doing Portal 1 and 2, what else is Valve thinking about putting on Switch? Portal Alex. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a VR thing. They're, they seem to be really happy. Or if they're putting those on Switch, they got the the fucking whatever the fuck Steam Deck. Yeah. They could say, hey, to launch with the Steam Deck, we're going to do Portal 3, that which would be, be fucking hype, but I doubt it. It seems gaming can't go past 2. Ever. Not for them. Well, for another company as well. We're about to get there. Well, I mean, hey, all I want to say is put TF2 on the Switch next. That'd actually be really insane. I think that'd be a really good way to kind of boost that, get that back in the limelight of like multiplayer games. Yeah. I think the Switch would be a great place for that. Uh, next, probably one of my favorite announcements, uh, Live Alive. Yeah, this... this... Ga- okay, fuck the actual game, right? I need more of this 2D HD shit. Ever, I don't care what... Dude, could you... I'm gonna paint you a picture, right? Mm-hmm. You see a Konami logo. You're like, okay. You see fucking a castle. Oh. And you're like, okay, hold on. This. And then you see fucking white hair flowing this man walking up pretty boy looking motherfucker and it's like Castlevania Symphony of the Night 2D HD graphics dude that is all I need in life I need this shit this is great Octopath looks amazing Mm -hmm. Triangle Strategy looks fucking brilliant 
And now this game, and Square is going ham on this 2D HD thing. Please, Square Enix, let other people do that. I don't know if this is their trademark. I hope to God it's not. Because fuck, get me more of this with with remasters of those games, or just like with Octopath and Triangle Strategy, just those new new IPs. This is a huge benchmark, I think, because it's it's the first remake we're seeing in this style yeah. of an existing game. So I think they picked Live Alive because it's it's never been out in America. I think we're the testing ground for this. I think they're gonna see, okay, did people enjoy this? Do they like the style? Do they like the the story this old school rpg play and then i think if this does well they're gonna go back and do the final fantasy catalog and maybe some of the older dragon quests well because I, I already see them doing things like you know the final fantasy pixel remasters and mm -hmm. i have a feeling those are gonna hit switch or console at some point once they're done putting them all out on pc and mobile i hope so because or who knows maybe we'll get lucky and they'll just do full remakes like they did with fucking this one we might that might be how we get chrono trigger as a, as a, in modern days is, is i this think HD right now 2D. that's the best case scenario well because that that's the one game like like say fuck it if you want to do secret of mana that way because i hated the fucking remake they did for that yeah trials of mana was pretty good as a 3d game but like fuck, trials was awesome fuck dude the secret of mana remake was awful yeah i fucking hated that game but i would love to see it in that 2d hd format yeah baby but no the game itself looks cool like Apparently, there's only, there's one villain, but it's a villain throughout time, and so you play as these like different that. protagonists each time and beat the boss and all this stuff. And I'm like, that is so cool. I, I'm very excited for this idea, because like it's very similar to Chrono Trigger. Too. Yeah, like honestly, like this. I'm glad that I've never played this game before. Apparently, people have played with like fan translations and shit like that, and I, I've seen people get hype. Mm -hmm. Um. But I'm excited for this. This game looks like it's going to be fucking great. So, I'm all in on this. I just like more RPGs. This has been great for RPG fans. Yeah, for this direct real. was just This direct was tailor-made for me. Yeah, like... like That's how it felt for most shit. of it. Like, I'm sitting here going, bro. And then the next thing was, hey, by the way, y'all like the Wii, right? Yeah, this was huge. This These motherfuckers said, we would like to play on the Switch. <laughs> Yeah, it uh, it's a new. They basically said the Wii Sports series, so it, it Nintendo looks, Switch Sports. I I really don't know what to make of this. Like it's what well, it's baffling. The only thing that I can make of this is that they are going to support this game with updates because they said golf is coming. So does that mean we're gonna get baseball and frisbee and like everything they've put in like the the Wii Sports and Wii Sports Resort packs? Um, in anything, because I'm gonna be completely real with you, this should have launched with the Switch instead of One Two Switch. Absolutely, fuck One Two Switch, making me pay fifty bucks for that shit. If, if Eat they had a dick, if they had released this alongside the Switch and kept updating it like up until today with new sports every couple of months, then it would be like one of the best-selling games on Switch right now. No doubt. I mean, this is gonna sell like hotcakes too. Oh, absolutely. People, people, everyone played Wii Sports, so this absolutely is gonna be one of those games. Um, but I'm hyped for it. I'm I'm ready to wreck some house in tennis. I'm so fucking ready for that. Yeah, that that's gonna be good. I think that's gonna be a good one for Matt's house too. Oh no doubt. Get drunk as hell playing uh, fucking bowling. <laughs> Trip over the coffee table. This <laughs> is gonna be fucking awful. Um, <clears throat> up next, uh, Taiko Natatsujin Rhythm Festival featuring Megalovania. <laughs> 
Yeah, that was a weird. Little... I was. I literally his text. She was like, "Wait, was that Mecha, was that Megalovania?" And I was like, "I think it was." Taylor really likes these games. I I want to get into them because I heard they're great rhythm games. I think this is going to be the one to do it with because it seems like they have the most um like the, the fucking the fucking subscription service with five hundred songs. I need to see how much that subscription service is. Yeah. Because if it's like uh, if it's anything more than five bucks, I'm not fucking getting it. I mean, hey, throw that in with the Nintendo Switch Pro plan. Honestly, I, yeah, I I don't know why that wasn't like immediate thrown in there. Like, hey, by the way. Yeah, but yeah, I I'm really excited for this one. Seeing like the Legend of Zelda theme and everything, I'll probably buy and play this one and have my first time with a Taiko game. So. I'm I'm high for it. I actually want to get one of those because I've seen uh, Taiko apparently has a pretty good modding scene in uh in Japan. And there, you can buy the drum attachment, mm-hmm. like to actually play it. And there are people who fucking go hard on that shit. Yeah. And so I, because I've seen a couple, a couple of people like Japanese people, and they're in just in their fucking apartment, rocking just that going shit. Going ham on that shit. It's insane. So like I, I would want to play this, but I also, if I could get my hands on one, get one of those drum attachments. They, uh, the one that's out now on Switch, I think, is a Japan exclusive. I think the, the physical of that comes with the drum. So. Hopefully. Up next, Triangle Strategy. We've talked a, a lot about this. This game is great. Uh, I played the the debut demo, which I think was in Chapter 6. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, I'm, I'm starting the, the prologue. So yeah. I'm going to go ahead and start that and kind of get my, my feet wet. They For for these games, it's like Octopath and Triangle Strategy. Where I was like, hey, do, do you want to play like half the game yeah, and br- then figure br- out if you want it? Bravely Default did it as well. Like Square, I, dude, like a lot of people were saying like, man, bring back demos. I miss demos. Y'all aren't on the Switch then. Because there are demos galore for a lot of these titles. Yeah, I um, whenever I see a new demo for something on the Switch, I'll add it to my library because I'm always scared that uh, these demos will go away and that won't be preserved because yeah. I have a lot of demo discs. I think I've talked about it before, but I have like... The one that has the first Kingdom Hearts trailer from the PS1 era on it. And, like, the Republic Commando disc and all this stuff. And I love going back and looking at these sort of things. So, like, when the Balan Wonderland demo got deleted, it was like the modern burning of the Library of Alexandria. (laughs) I mean, that was probably them just being like, get get this... Erase the evidence because the demo <laughs> ran better than the actual game. They were like, "Okay, get the demo out of here." Yeah, they were like, "Look, we forced them to pay sixty bucks." Yeah, but yeah, uh, Triangle Strategy looks great. Uh, up next, Cuphead. Finally, we're getting this shit. We they showed off at the Game Awards mm-hmm. with a really great musical number. I still love that. That was great. That was incredible. <clears throat> but yeah, just more Cuphead. They're like, "Hey, it's coming to the Switch. Don't worry." And the uh, the show's been getting quite a lot of updates too recently. They got like sixty eight episodes that they're airing. It's it's a lot of episodes. It's I'm, gonna be. I'm Netflix's. all for the Cuphead. Looks sick. Like as a show, I'm yeah. all in for that. It's gonna be Netflix's premiere animation thing. I'm I'm excited for it. Metroid Dread got a free update with Dread Mode, which Dread is Dread Mode and Weenie Hut Junior Mode. <laughs> yeah, for real, they were like, "It's literally like, uh, do you want to fucking kill yourself out of sheer anger, or don't kill worry. yourself out of boredom?" Yeah, like it, both of them. I'm I'm cool with this. I will never fucking play Dread Mode. Yeah, I. But I'm not competent enough for that at all. Shout out to everybody who wants it, and we're getting a boss rush, which. That's that is great. that is a great addition. Once I beat this game, I will absolutely fucking play through Boss Rush. The last boss is gonna kill me every single time on Boss Rush mode. There's so many phases, I cannot do it. 
it's fun it's funny not being that far in the game and seeing like the different like bosses kind of in the background i'm like oh that looks kind of sick i can't wait to get to there i love the way they do that scaling with things that are far away it feel i know this is stupid to say but it feels like an old school genesis game with like the parallax scrolling type stuff yeah i love that so yeah i'm a, I, I like that nintendo's doing this they've been doing that for a lot of their titles with free updates and free content so i'm cool with this up next earthbound and earthbound beginnings so mother one and two are coming to switch online uh or, or at least they are on there mm-hmm. um this is great yeah this is one of the best or it's like the real only noticeable addition that they've added to these services not the n64 one and a the long... n64 starts with bangers like that's what's funny about the the of, of all of these because with the n64 all the games are pretty much bangers they can't miss <laughs> i wonder are we gonna get goldeneye because the licensing for that's all fucked, which I think is why we haven't. Yeah, I I think it's a gray area. Um, Cause Cause did, you, did you see the, the leaked achievement list of a GoldenEye game for Xbox? No. So who knows? Might be a port, since they own Rare, or yeah. who knows? And, and if, if I guarantee you, if they get it, they're going to let Nintendo have it. Yeah. Whether it be for Switch Online or whatever, but they're definitely going to let Nintendo go. Well, that's the thing that people have to realize. It's not Rare Microsoft's like issue here. It's really the, the Bond estate. Yeah. Um, so that I th- I think it's possible, but we'll have to see. On Speaking that. of Bond, you see that Idris Elba? It's looking oh, real he, good for him being Bond. That's good. I am all in if that's the case. Fuck yeah. I'm happy about that. Anyway, Earthbound is great. I, I now actually will finish the thing. Yeah. I had an SNES mini for a while and I, I tried playing it, but it was just like, I couldn't, I couldn't justify the price of the SNES mini yeah. at the time just for fucking earthbound. So I think I returned it or traded it or something. And I was like, ah, this sucks, but whatever. Those little um, mini consoles are so easy to hack. Yeah. I kind of wish I would have kept mine, but it is what it is. Um, but yeah, these are great. If you haven't played them, go play them. We'll play Earthbound. Earthbound Beginning is only if you want that nostalgia trip, because apparently that game is not aged well at all. Yeah, and uh, I think that this is a precursor to them actually doing Mother 3 officially. We'll see. I hope so, because could you imagine? The internet would break the day they go, by the way. I also want them, because they have to do it this way. Bring Reggie back to announce it. Yeah. Reggie has to be the one to announce it. I don't care if that man doesn't fucking like video games anymore. Bring him back just once. To yes. Tell me that, about Mother 3. That's all we need. And, and I then want the Reggie him, arc is complete. And I want him, as he leaves, after he drops the bombshell, to say, I'm going to go play Animal Crossing New Horizons with my 3DS. And then he just walks off into the sunset. Drive. I want him to drive away on a fucking Bugatti. <laughs> like some, like, hype, like a fucking hype sports car. Just boom. <laughs> Like, I want to see, like, the most, like, like put shades on. Like, I want to see the most pimp-looking shit. Because it'd be the greatest thing. I but, agree. Uh, up next, they did a little sizzle reel, which uh, had a couple games. The two that nobody gives a shit about, Zombie Army 4 mm-hmm. and Lego Brawl. Yeah. Lego Brawl looks cool. I mean, like, it, I'll buy it for cheap and then be like, eh, no, it, it was fun. We're all really here for the licensed Lego games, though. Yeah. Like, and after seeing the Star Wars trailer, that Lego Brawl did not no, get anything from me. Not at all. Uh, and then Zombie Army 4, I don't give a shit about. So, yeah, I mean, past. it's nice that it's there, and I've been curious about it. So maybe if it goes on sale, I'll pick that one up and play it. 
Um, but, but I guess it's just good to have variety. All right, but the next two games, uh, I cannot pronounce the fucking first one. Getsufumadin. That. That was an app arcade game by Konami, and now it's coming to the Switch, and it looks amazing. Yeah. Art style-wise, just I was like, oh, shit. I'm just excited that Konami made a game. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> so I'm, I'm cool with this. This looks like it'll be fun. Um, and then Demon Slayer is finally coming to the Switch. You know, I've been looking for a copy for PS5 for this, and then, like, I was gonna buy it on Amazon, like, yesterday, and then I saw that, and I was like, alright, don't gotta do that anymore. I I will admit, this game is great. It, yeah. it is, it's a fun, it's a fun, it means Ultimate Ninja Storm 5, pretty much. Yeah. But this time without Naruto. So, there. But I liked it. I really enjoyed what I played, and then, yeah, if you know Demon Slayer's story, I think there's DLC now from Mugen Train. I think so. So you can play through the, pretty much all of season one and then the Megan Train stuff. Mm-hmm. So I would say just keep adding to it. Don't make a Demon Slayer 2. Just keep making DLC. Like, p- make me pay for Entertainment District. I'm cool with that. Maybe pay for the next arc. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, because, I mean, they there's not much left. <laughs> Demon well, I mean, Slayer does not have that many to, arcs. To be fair, well, one of the arcs is just fucking long, considering it's, like, we're on probably, what, on volume nine? Uh, I think... The Maybe last 10? episode was volume 10. So we're on volume 10 of 25. 23. Whatever. But we're Same uh, shit. The, the thing is, we're halfway there. I'd <laughs> so say... we don't need another so game. You could, well, I mean, you probably could. Just do it up to Entertainment District as one game. So the two DLCs. And then just the next game is the rest of it. Because it, isn't it one pretty much just one long arc? Kind of next? Uh, Next, after Entertainment District, there's one more... That is uh, the Sword Village arc. Take care of your falling. mic. Yeah, his mic's falling. Um, I mean, yeah, I I can see. I mean, who knows what they do? I think because what this game was pretty uh pretty po- popular. I think so. Oh yeah, absolutely. So they I, I still see stuff on TikTok about it. Oh yeah, so I think for sure they're gonna make it. You know, we're definitely getting a sequel game. Um, and I think it'll just be the entertainment district realistically and then they're gonna go from there but um i just hope that seeing demon slayer and how good it is makes the my hero devs kick their shit in a overdrive well you mean you don't want to play a mobile battle royale no <laughs> i just hope this makes i've never good wanted anime. that <laughs> i just hope this makes good anime games dog i want a good bleach game yeah bleach bleach needs a good game I mean, we're about to get God tier anime, so I'm I'm cool with it. At least I hope so. I th- I think we're gonna get God tier anime. I'm so hyped for that shit, dog. You have no idea. But um, yeah. So that the little sizzle reel, they always have these in the directs, and these games, I would say, range from pretty alright to okay. But yeah, up next, another big fucking drop of content. Uh, they were like, by the way, y'all like Mario Kart 8, right? And everybody's like, ooh, is we gonna get nine? And they said no. But we're gonna give you a game's worth of fucking courses. Several games worth of courses. Like, holy shit! I was sitting here going, "Okay, remade, whatever, cool." And then I see the fucking here's eight courses in Wave One. I'm like, "Cool." There's gonna be six of them. I'm like, "I'm sorry." With 48 courses, like, are you fucking kidding me? We just got coconut mauled. We really did. It was like, what the fuck? I'm literally sitting here, like, I, I think what I thought it was, I was literally like, "Is that allowed?" Like, yeah. Like. Fuck. Like, I, you know what this means, right? I'm going to play Mario Kart consistently through 2023. Yeah. Like, that's where we're at. 
this is the new Smash Bros. thingy, except without the hype of like, ooh, who's it going to be next? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it where might is be, it going to be? Yeah, next? it's like, where am I going to race next? And this this is going to make me p- p- fucking play Mario Kart again. Yeah, I was pretty much done with eight for the most part. Yeah, I I've spent my time with it. I got I pretty much know all the courses by heart. But like being able to go back and see some of the ones that I played on the DS and the GameCube and all this stuff that aren't in Mario Kart Eight. I think that's awesome, and the track selection for eight already isn't like awesome. I'm gonna I'm gonna derail this just real quick. Look what Matt sent me, or sent us. Nice, hell yeah. Matt got his Matt got his Series X, and he bought a Series S, uh, didn't he, the other day too? Yeah, he he ordered a uh, a Series S, and he was actually talking to me about that on Tuesday. He was like, "Yeah, I guess me and Carmen can play like multiplayer games on it now." I'm so glad he got that. He's been looking for so long. Yeah. So hell yeah. Congratulations, I'm, Matt. Fuck yeah, Matt. I'm I'm all I'm all for that. Which hey, you know what this means for him though? You're gonna get that quick resume. Yeah. That shit is so good. Yeah, it's I I've done it a couple times on the S, and it's like wow, I can't believe I can just pick up a game this quick. Anyway, yeah, Mario Kart 8 DLC. The fact that we're getting DLC for a, I see. I keep saying five year old game, but came out on the fucking wii u yeah it's been out longer than that yeah i want to say it's closer we're getting closer to fucking when it was 2014 15 well the when did mario kart 8 the 10 year anniversary of the wii u is coming up very soon so it's been nearly almost a decade since mario kart 8 has been out and they're just now releasing the new dlc packs which is crazy i'm glad it's gonna be part of nintendo switch online because it was one of those it was one of those things where like i would only pay for that like if i was just like eh, fuck it like, yeah. I would never, like, willingly be like, yes, I'm going to pay 25 bucks for more courses. Like, I would wait for the course to come out. But now I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to get them. Yeah, exactly. So I'm cool with this. Yeah, it that is the biggest thing that's added value to the Nintendo Switch service for me so far. And uh, I hope they keep doing stuff like that because it's awesome. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for. We're good. We don't need to talk about anything else today. Uh, liar. <laughs> no. First off, we missed Two Point Campus. Nobody gives a shit. Oh fuck! Right, that was in the sizzle reel. <laughs> I kept was like, I don't. I the two point looks cool. Like it looks like a fun. It, it's fine, but I'm not very into like the whole like building sim type stuff. The only one that I was kind of interested in, Marvel did a like a a, a campus thing on the phone mm. that I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And like each like they gave you like Wasp and Tony Stark to start out with. That's cool. And of course, Tony Stark is the rich kid. Wasp is a social media guru, and like they kind of it was it was kind of fun to see, but I, I I stopped playing within an hour. Right. Um. Oh, that's another thing I should have talked about. My, me playing, I got fucking really into Fire Emblem Heroes. Oh yeah. Yeah. He texted I'll, me about that. I'll talk about that maybe in a bit. Who knows? But um, yeah. No. Fucking. Fuck two point. I don't give a shit. But Xenoblade. Yeah. This. So I'm gonna let you go ham on this one, and I'll I'll interject when I need to. But this is BJ's like hype levels. This was his game. Yeah, um, as you all know, I went super hard in Xenoblade 2. I I mean, with most RPGs, I don't go for like the super build grind for these items to make my super build better kind of thing. But Xenoblade 2 just did something to me. And I, I've scraped every corner of that barrel in that game. That, that game is, I think, gameplay-wise, leagues better than one. Um, because yeah, like what you were saying about like super builds, it was so much, not necessarily easier, but even I wanted to do it. 
Yeah. I'm like, fuck that shit. Just give me the optimal get through the game mode. I'm done. But like that one, I'm like, I'm willing to go out of my way and grind for some stupid shit. Yeah. And it got to the point where I was making like notes in my phone. Like, okay, what do I need to do? How many more of these do I need to max out this blade's affinity levels? And um, the biggest thing that really like set me over the edge for the super boss builds was seeing someone on YouTube beat, um, what's his name? The big Rayquaza looking dragon that yeah. circles the tree. Um, he beat him in 10 like seconds because he had to wait for him to get around to where he could hit him. And then it was just like a one hit KO on that guy. And I was like, I want to be able to do this. So I, I feel like I know a lot about Xenoblade 2 and the characters and story were all great for me. Um, I mean, yes, it was very cliche in anime, but like sometimes it's what you need. Yeah, yeah. And at that time in the switch, that was the only real like RPG on there. And, um, that just really drew me in. So seeing this and after hearing all the rumblings of Xenoblade three and the composer being like, yeah, there's probably going to be some news sometime coming soon. I can't tell you what it is, but Hey, something, and then like getting this and it's actually three and they confirmed that it's the combined sequel to one and two's worlds. And there was a lot that like looking at that trailer, I'm like, that's from one. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. That's from two though. Yeah. And like it, I'm, I'm all in and the, this new cast of characters they kept showing off look really cool. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm all in on this. This game looks fucking great. And it seems to me that, um, none of the main characters from the previous games are going to be like main party characters, which I like. Um, it, I mean, Nia, obviously they showed her in the trailer. She was my favorite in Xenoblade 2. Did, did they show her? Cause we don't know. Well, you didn't masks. see her face, yeah. but it's her exact core crystal with cat ears and her voice actress. So I'm going to say it's probably Nia. Hey man, <laughs> we've played JRPGs before. That means jack shit. True, and it is a, a Xeno game, so it could just be somebody that looks exactly like somebody else. I can't wait for Xenophobia Chronicles. This <laughs> That's just every other Japanese game. <laughs> Dude, did I tell you? I, I think I've told you about the Yakuza 3 line where uh, uh, the little girl is talking to another little girl, and the line she literally says is, I could never date a black man. <laughs> oh, God. And I'm like, I'm playing this game going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. During um, Black History Month? <laughs> <laughs> no, but this game looks sick. Like, yeah. it already, looking at that, the first thing in my head was, hey, Pokemon, take notes. <laughs> Look how beautiful that world is, and I bet you it runs great on the Switch. Yeah, and they, it looks like they've changed the art style a bit. They're going for a more realistic look, so I think they're going to be able to get more, like, emotionality out of these characters faces go a little bit darker story i i love by the way i think i I mentioned this and i got reminded of it on tiktok this morning um xenoblade on the wii looked very bad i saw that one the one i say here where it's it's showing the remaster and the old yeah Yeah, i'm very very cool with the new art style they went with absolutely 100 percent. i want to see them do the same thing with the 3ds one I think the 3DS one looked all right. Now, it, granted, Definitive Edition is the way to go. Absolutely. But it 3D- did look better than the Wii, but when you're in combat and you look at Shulk's, like, Matt Watson super mega face, <laughs> it's just a little bit unsettling. There, There's one thing, because I, I started playing Xenoblade just to get through, like, prologue stuff. Mm-hmm. If I hear, it's Ryan time, one more fucking time, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fucking kill myself. 
I really want there to be like an Easter egg in three where you can just stand like near a cliff or something and just hear in the distance, I'm really feeling it. <laughs> I I'm know. really feeling it. I, I hope to get just you're sitting there. It's roaring time. <laughs> <laughs> fucking like take the cartridge out and throw that shit <laughs> down the fucking hill. Uh, it's so like that. I'm, that's one thing I'd liked about too is that was dialed way back. Yeah, they they gave them more to say and they said it less. And they uh, the only real like meme where they won into was the uh, the Ardanian soldiers where they were like, "Don't forget about me." But they even like patched it to where they don't say that as often. Well, the, only, the to me the biggest meme thing is just every time Rex opens his mouth, we're really good friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're all really great friends and every single girl going, "Oh, Rex, that's adorable. I want to fuck you." <laughs> no, but Xenoblade, I'm I, we definitely need more information. It's uh September for this game. So, a ways away, but Yeah, but like makes me excited. As far as like Nintendo announcing something and it coming out like soon enough after announcement, this is the perfect game for that because I don't want to be waiting like a Zelda fan or a Metroid fan for five years to see some more. I mean, to be fair, the, the drip of Xenoblade content has been great. Cause, cause especially if you're a Switch fan, you've got Xenoblade 2, Xenoblade Definitive Edition, Torna, and then we're getting 3. So and you've, I, you've had a consistent stream of content for being a Xenoblade fan. And I know why they're not doing X now because one definitive was kind of to bridge the gap between after Torna was finished and now this. And so I think once three is done and over with all the DLCs come out, maybe a year after that, they'll do X. Yeah. So I think there is a day coming where you'll be able to play the whole Xenoblade series on switch. But this, this was so refreshing. It seems like they're going to have like a huge focus on the music too, with the, the character and his just little flute. already was fucking great. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm all in this game looks breathtaking. Uh, I saw some people saying, hey, Monolith, just make it full action, you cowards. And I'm like, iffy on it. Because on one hand, sure, I'm all in for more action games, but I'm starting to get used to how Xenoblade works, where I'm like, I don't think I want it to be an action after, game. After playing Torna, I absolutely don't want that. Torna was great Yeah, from a gameplay standpoint. I think Torna's, fu- Torna's the best thing they've put out. I, I completely agree, and I think they're going to take a lot of cues from that for three. Good. Um, because Jesus Christ, I was... I've said it before. I was literally sitting there going, fuck this shit. Rex is the worst character. They fucking ruined it. I thought one was great. Blah, 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 blah. Then I played Torn. I was like, oh my fucking gosh. They hooked me right and back. Hey, like if you really want a full Xenoblade action game, Xenoblade Warriors. That would be... I mean... They got the characters hey, for it. Fucking, <laughs> fucking... Hey, whatever they're fucking... Koi Tecmo? Yeah. Yeah. Get your shit in there. We got Hyrule Warriors. We got Farmer Warriors, Xenoblade Warriors, and the Mushroom Kingdom Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> and Nintendo is very psyched to work with them right now, as is evident to see. So I think we're I mean, going to see they're a just lot of that. Give, I, I love, by the way, that we're getting this. Because, like, granted, Mario and Rabbids exists, and that's already weird. But the fact that Nintendo is willing to work closely with other companies, where it's like, yeah, like, Hyrule Warriors alone was like, hey, those Dynasty Warrior games are cool. Do it with Link. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And then do it, doing that again and be like, by the way, we have Fire Emblem. That's huge in the West now. Do that again. And then both those get sequels. Yeah, and Fire Emblem Warriors is kind of like the unsung hero there, I think, because it was it came out around the time that like the only one on... Got yes, that poster on the wall. That is a... I, I still have my little collector's edition, and I love it. 
But um, I have those those little art cards somewhere. Nice. So yeah, I I I just I think the the Warriors games are great, and I love the Xenoblade Warriors. <laughs> yeah, I I mean, there's so much they could do with that, and there's the challenge land. Just tie that into the story, and it doesn't have to matter. I, I'm I'm this will be the first time I played that extra story from Xenoblade One to Two, mm. so I'm I'm excited for that. I'm still working through one, so I need to get to that, but. It looks great. I mean, hey, I'd, I'd be down to do spoiler casts for both both of the Xenoblade games. I'd be absolutely down for that. I'm playing. I'm, I'll be playing one right now. So, because watching the Xenoblade Three trailer, I'm like, fuck. I really want to play one again. <laughs> yeah. I really want to play Torna again, but I'm not paying fucking seventy dollars for that. I might. I'm gonna be the dumbass <laughs> and buy them. So, I mean, that's it. It released at fifty, I think, when it retailed. So, if you can find it with a box, I would say it's probably worth it. I, I mean, I got the steelbook for mine, so I could probably go and sell that right now for fucking eighty dollars alone. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> so I mean, yeah, I I totally get it. The problem is, this is why I'm now getting into the point where if I find a game I like, when you see the fucking shelf behind me, yeah, I'm going and making sure like I'm just not selling games ever again, unless I'm unless I'm for sure never playing it. Like if it's something I'm just like I'm not, I'm never gonna play this. I don't. It's not like a highlight for my for me. It's just there because I got it. Mm-hmm. I'll sell it. But if it's a game that I fucking love, or even have somewhat of a like for it, that I might get it again later. That's I'm never my it. that's my biggest mantra with Switch collecting right now is that when the console was coming out, I was in a very bad place, and I was carrying my 3DS and my Vita with me everywhere, and I was just like, man, I wish I could play all these games that everybody's playing. And then, like a month after all this bad shit was happening to me, they announced the Switch. I started going into GameStop every day and being like, hey, is it up yet? Is it up yet? Is it up yet? Literally every day. And uh, that is what led into my GameStop career and making all the friends that I have today. So a lot of my choices and path in life can be attributed to the fucking Nintendo Switch. (laughs) So any game that I even am slightly interested, I'm like, give me that shit. Yeah. I mean, the Switch is a great system, and I'm, I'm glad that seeing this, you know this direct I think proved that like Nintendo's on their way for another like a fucking banger of a year yeah and honestly if we get Breath of the Wild if we get Bayonetta 3 if we get Xenoblade all coming out without any delays it's gonna be 2017 all over again yeah it's about to be fucking part two because they even said the switch is halfway through its life cycle we got five more fucking years yeah the president officially said that um in an interview the other day and that's that's crazy and great, and I love I'm, it. I'm, I think if anything is going to do a ten year cycle, it'll be the Switch. Absolutely. Like the Switch itself, I think, is phenomenal. I mean, you could argue like, oh, the DS line going from DS to 3DS, but like, eh, whatever. But I think the Switch is definitely going to be the highest selling console ever. I mean, it's about to pass PS4. I can see it passing PS2 and DS. The nice thing about that is, I don't think they'll ever go back from hybrids now. I dude, if they do, it's a bad idea. It's a terrible idea. But my biggest thing is make the next one backwards compatible, because otherwise I'm gonna have a shitload of cartridges that I can't play on my new system, and that sucks. Yeah, I they they have to. I mean, the Switch is so successful. I don't think they they can do anything else at this point. Yeah, I think I well, I think they just have to keep making, uh, you know 
I think the Steam Deck will be a, a good way of testing that out, of like how powerful can we push games. Apparently the Steam Deck can do some incredible things. The only problem is really like the battery life, but it can still run some really good shit on the lowest end model. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm excited for that just to see because where, where that puts Nintendo. Because mm -hmm. yeah, what if the next one is a fucking powerful console and they find a way around the battery life? Yeah. That's like, all right, here you go. I'd be down. I think the Switch already is great, and I'm I'm super okay with with more of that shit because I, I I probably play my Switch more docked than anything. But the fact that I can take it on the go and continue some stupid ass grind fest on, on an RPG while watching Netflix, fuck yeah. Yeah, I love doing that. So yeah, great direct. Absolutely. All, all this man, what a I was just the whole direct. It was smiles. It was bro. just a good day <laughs> overall. They got that. They haven't said anything about it yet, but I'm positive The Wolf Among Us will be on Switch. Guarantee. I mean, I, the fact that, by the way, we haven't gotten anything about fucking Bayonetta or Breath of the Wild 2. Like, those are still... So, I wonder... I wonder where those games come out. Because I, I wonder... Because if September is Xenoblade, October, November, probably Zelda is somewhere in there. I think Zelda <laughs> is usually in November, but I feel like... Bayonetta has been for two the last two times that it's released as well. I could see Bayonetta being an October game. Platinum actually just announced another project. Um, it's like a little smaller indie th type of well, thing. Well, did you did you see the the people who got really pissed at Platinum and then took it back immediately because it was a mistranslation? No. Platinum said they were willing to apparently said they were they want to make live service games, mm -hmm. and people got fucking mad, and they find out no, the guy didn't say that. He just said he wants to work on different projects that could be any range of genre. Like, he, he pretty much was like, look, we're good at action games, we're good at making these smaller games, but maybe we want to make a huge game, maybe we want to make a big online game, maybe we want to make this. Pretty much him saying, we want to try and push our creative juices. Mm -hmm. And then people were like, oh, okay, you can do that. And then and then you texted me, which, let it die. Yeah, please. Um, one more thing on their new upcoming project they are working with limited run like straight out the gate Good. so that's cool they're gonna have some merchandise for their new IP and obviously physical copies of the games which is amazing um, but there was also a news story recently that uh, Platinum was interested in reviving Scalebound let it die <laughs> do not give me hope again Luke's background on his PC has been a Scalebound picture for like as long as I've known about that Since computer I started college damn because I got so pissed when that got cancelled I was like I'm, I'm just gonna stay I literally told myself until this game gets somehow brought back from the dead it's staying there. And at this point now, just keep it dead. I, think, I, I understand. Fuck you, keep it dead. I think best case scenario for that game, they don't mention it at all. And then... Just one E3, it shows up again? Yeah, it shows up again and they're like, hey, it's out like next month. We've been working on it. We had the bones and skeleton that we'd already made. Well, because Microsoft's the one who owns the IP. So, right. And that's why they were like, hey, Phil, we'll do it. And I think Phil's going to be like, fuck it, go for it. <laughs> I hope so. Because, I, I mean, he's all down for, hey, make us a game. I mean, especially if, if they can make the thing where, hey, put this on Game Pass, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Absolutely. So, who knows? But anyway, thank you guys for listening. This has been the SideQuest Podcast. Go follow us on Instagram uh, at SideQuest, what is it? Uh, SideQuest underscore podcast yeah, on go. Instagram. And you can find both me and BJ's Instagrams through there. Mm -hmm. Um 
But yeah, let us know if you want to hear us more talk about Nintendo shit, because I'm all down for that. Uh, Obviously, I am too. But uh, and who knows? Maybe we'll add to our ever promising list of spoiler casts uh, Xenoblade. Love again, that. I love Xenoblade One. Uh, he loves Xenoblade Two. I'd be fine doing just one about Torna, honestly. <laughs> fucking, I'm all in on that. Torna's great. Torna's fucking great. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, it's. I'm so hyped for 2022 for Nintendo. Same. And I'm 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 even hyped for what they do for E3. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, who knows what they're gonna announce there now? What What makes me even more hype is that we don't have Smash characters to look forward to anymore. So now they have to get creative. Yeah, and uh, one more thing, I saw a lot of people saying, "Oh, they're gonna announce the Arceus DLC here." No, like no, they That's would save that Pokemon for a Direct. Pokemon Direct. Yeah, and I hope we get DLC for that. I hope Game Freak sees that people fucking really like this game. Uh, I meant to tell you this. Um, I've been saving this for the podcast, and I can't believe I forgot it until now. Okay. Did you know that in Japan, this is not marketed as a spinoff at all? Oh, really? Like in the country where these games are made, they're like the next series, or the next uh, game in the Pokemon series. And it's they're very much marketing it as, this is Pokemon now. So... Hey, if this is the case, my brother is going to not be a Pokemon fan because he's not a big fan of open world games like this. I think which sucks because like he he's very much like a he likes the challenge of battle and likes the things like that. He's done Nuzlocks, so I think he misses. I, I'm just saying 2D HD, 2D HD, black and white, emerald, platinum, God, 2D, crystal, 2D HD, black and white. Fucking do it. You want to you want to outsource Pokemon games? Be my guest. Get Square to do it. Do it black and white, and then once the credits roll, just straight into black and white too. Fuck it! Yeah. Oh my gosh, that would I'd, be the best Pokemon game ever made. I, dude, I want that now. Anyway, before I get more depressed at things that are never gonna happen, uh, thank you for listening, guys. Uh, and as always, it's Ron time. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck everything you stand for. I hate you so much. <laughs> <laughs>